Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The heel turn is complete. Drew McIntyre officially... Officially turned heel? Mostly officially. I'd say... Yeah. 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 I'd, I'd say he mostly definitely turned heel on this episode. He shook hands with the devil, and by the devil I don't mean the AEW one, <laughs> I mean Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Because Drew McIntyre, he beat up Jimmy Uso, he cost them the Jay. tanked up... Jay Uso. <laughs> Look at me. He beat up the one Jay that Uso. says yeet. <laughs> he beat up not Jimmy Uso and cost him the tag title match. And yeah, he's aligned himself with. Hasn't joined Judgment Day. At least I don't think he has. I don't, I don't think they got two new members on this episode. He'll turn up in purple trunks next week, and everyone will rejoice. Or as that person said on Reddit, he'll get a nice purple sword. Oh. Anyway, I am Luke Owen, D-A-D. This is Pete Quinnell, and welcome to the Rest Talk Podcast review of Monday Night Raw. Please do press the subscribe button if this is your first time here and you haven't done so already. Give us a thumbs up as well. Leave a comment down below if you're watching this on demand with your thoughts on the episode. But hey, if you're watching live, why not get your thoughts in live with our wonderful live chat? And if you want your thoughts read out on the air, it's resttalk.com forward slash support. We'll read out all of them above the five US dollar amount. And hey, while you're clicking links, tickets to our watch party for Survivor Series a week Saturday. Oof. And a big thank you to this episode's sponsor, Geology. Use our, click the link in the video description below and use our promo code WRESTLE70 to get 70% off your first trial box we'll talk about a little talk about that a bit more uh, mm-hmm. after our, our main topic of discussion which is also there's a qr code right above my head so Over there you don't have to like if right you're too lazy to click a link <laughs> get your whip your phone out and then scan this screen scan this qr code on screen right now and it'll take you directly to where you need to go mm. but let's talk about uh drew mcintyre let's we actually kind of talk about a lot of this show because mm-hmm. this was a show long thread yep that was kind of like various different pieces of be- uh, you know there's a lot of judgment day stuff a lot of cody and pals and then sort of drew kind of peppered in a couple of backstage segments but what we had here was cody came out to open the show and he brought out his team sammy seth and jay wanted everyone to know that he's definitely the leader of this team oh yeah this this is team cody yeah this is yeah, team yeah, cody yeah. versus the judgment day um seth and sammy were in their gear so i was like yep. oh, well they're gonna be having a good tag match then <laughs> and then dominic and jd were in their gear i was like oh, i bet you that's the tag match then mm-hmm. so 
Judgment Day came out after Cody did his promo. They sort of teased a little bit of dissension between Cody and Seth, mm-hmm. kind of letting you know that's a world title program we're going to do. And also just all their history, that that whole trilogy that they had with the torn tit and all that. Well, exactly. I mean, that's what Judgment Day came out to say. They sort of ran mm-hmm. them down individually to be like, hey, Seth, you're the champion. But um, what did they say about Seth, why he was rubbish? Uh... It's like, maybe no one likes you or something like that. I don't know. I can't remember what he said. But he said that Cody was like, he's got a title that you'll never have because yep. you're a loser. Sammy. You can't win a big one. You're a loser. Jay, Jay. you betrayed all of the, the other guys because yeah. of his bloodline and all that. Exactly. What a, I mean, great reactions for the four coming out as well. Mm. Like, massive pop for Cody coming out. Huge pops for Sammy. And yeah. Seth was mega over on this mm-hmm. show. Like, there is a... I would say there is a gulf in in Raw in particular of people who are over and people who are not. Mm-hmm. Like, these guys are over. Mm-hmm. Judgment Day is over. Like, Dominic Mysterio is over. And then there's pretty much everyone else on yeah. Raw who comes out to basically no reaction. Yeah. And you'll get the occasional person where they'll get, like, not a monster pop, but they'll get, like, a, oh, cool, yeah. pop. I'd say, like, Miz is getting, like, a, oh, yeah, no, we do like the Miz. Miz is getting good, re- like, he gets, mm. like, good reaction pops. Yeah. Um, I don't think if Gunther came out, he probably would do as well. Yeah. But your man's, like, your Ivars, uh, your Indie Hartwells, mm-hmm. your Zyalees, yeah. uh, your DIYs. Just come out to, yeah. Yeah. When's, right. um, when's Jay coming out? Yeah. <laughs> is, Jay, is Jay coming back? I want to chant Yeet again, please. I, I want to do Seth. Is Seth coming back? <laughs> is he coming for a brawl? Can we chant Woe? So they got like mega monster pops in all of this. And, you know, it's war game stuff, bantering back and forth, this, that, and the other. Uh, and it set up a tag match between Sammy and Seth versus Dominic and JD McDonough. Mm-hmm. And. It was a pretty good. Like it took nearly twenty minutes to get to this point. I will also say as well, as part of that promo segment, there was a bit where they goaded Damian Priest to say that he was the leader of Judgment Day. Was like, oh, I'm surprised you got got out here without your leader, Rhea Ripley, and all that. Like, well, she's not the leader. I know you're going to say that Judgment Day doesn't have a leader. What? What does that does that make it Finn? It's like, no, no, no. Finn's not the leader. It's like, what? What is it going to be Dom? Because I guess if it's not Rhea, it must be Dom. It's like, no, Dom's not the leader. And Damian says, look, I'm the leader. And you see Finn just go like, hmm. I want chief. Yeah, then a backstage segment later is like, look, guys, I didn't mean that. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I didn't mean the leader leader. leader, leader. You know? I just meant like maybe I should be the leader for just the war game yeah. match. And they were like, actually that's quite a good. Good idea. Yeah, good yeah. idea. Yeah. Uh so there's, you know, dissensions within the judgment yeah. day. We had this tag match. It took us about 20 minutes to get to the match itself. But, like, because the crowd is so hot, like, the action just feels great. Like, the mm. action is just, like, it's so good. JD's really great. Dom's come into his own. Sammy's awesome and Seth is great. But it ends in a DQ. Now, you might think, ugh, a DQ finish. Because I know I did. When the rest of the Judgment Day ran out and just caused a DQ, I was like, oh man. Like, I'm, I'm sick of watching these lads wrestle as it is. Mm-hmm. But now I'm getting to watch them wrestle with no finishes. Like, this is not doing it for me. My, my note does say, a lovely little waste of time. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but it's there for a purpose. This was a DQ with a purpose. I'm not saying it's the best way to get to this end goal because you could have done this. You could have just had a brawl and then Adam Pearce said, you're all barred from... You had a promo segment with all of these people <laughs> right before this. Yeah, I'm not saying that this is a great <laughs> to get to the conclusion we got to. Sure. But with that said, 
we did get it, it led to something this wasn't a yes. dq for the sake of a dq yes 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 because what happened was they all brawled cody and jay ran back out producers came out pd williams was there so it's a five-star show <laughs> and jd mcdonough took a bullet for damian priest and mm-hmm. this took the, the spear from jay and adam pierce grabbed the microphone and said look i'm sick of all of your games what and i was like we did this last week you've already announced war games bud <laughs> control c control v <laughs> but he was basically there to say the tag match later when it's finn and priest versus cody and jay for the tag titles mm-hmm. everyone who is currently involved in this war games match who isn't in this tag title match it's not only banned from ringside, you're banned from the building. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Seth, Sammy, going to have to leave the building. Dominic Mysterio, JD McDonough, going to have to leave the building. Rhea Ripley was also cast asunder of, like, you can't be in the building either. Mm-hmm. So that, and it's, it's quite a nice little red herring of mm. everyone who was currently yep. in this War Games match is barred from ringside. Yep. Which then led into our main events. Mm-hmm. But actually, there's another segment to talk about before then. Um, which is Seth was walking backstage and he runs into Drew McIntyre. Mm. And Drew just says, look, I lost at Crown Jewel and you said that if I lost, it would be my own fault and I've only got one thing to give you. And he offers out his hand for a handshake. Mm-hmm. And Seth shakes his hand and Drew says, I'm going to work my ass off to get back into that world title picture. Yeah, you, you represent the title well. Well done. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work my ass off to get back to the title. Yeah. And that's it. That's Just it. Nice show of respect. And instantly I was like, mm. <laughs> I don't know, Drew. I mean, I, I, I'm glad that you got that because I was yeah. like, huh, we're not doing that heel turn now. <laughs> Baby face Drew, is it? <laughs> Idiot over here. Uh, and the other thing we had backstage with Judgment Day, aside from the one I mentioned earlier, was <clears throat> Damien Priest officially welcomed JD McDonough into the group. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think that Priest did this? almost as a way to appease the other members because he had the faux pas at the start of the show being mm-hmm. like, I'm the actual leader of this yes. group. I think there's every chance that that's part of it. I think it's kind of a mixture of, okay, you guys are right. Like, you took a bullet for me. He's been helping us out a lot. All right, fine, I'll do it. But then he wanted to make sure he was like, no, I should be the one to do it because I am the leader. <laughs> but he didn't say that. But he was like, I feel like I should be the one to induct yeah. him into the group. And it could just be done as like, well, I should induct him into the group because I've been the one that's been most resistant to him. So it would mean the most coming from me. Mm-hmm. Or it could just be like, no, I should do it because I'm the best, that I'm, I'm the leader of the group. And it, it means the most because I'm, I'm the leader. Uh, either way, it was pretty cool, though. He gave him a jacket. He did give him a jacket. Which is uh, very important. You know, that, that is uh, uh, something that I think JD will treasure forever <laughs> and ever. Uh, and I hope he wears it all the time. So I just thought I'd have a quick check. Mm. Uh, the, the, the first teases of J.D. McDonough yep. joining the Judgment Day mm-hmm. was on May 16th, or the May 15th episode <laughs> of Monday Night Raw. That's a solid, almost exactly six months. Yeah. That's crazy. Now, in fairness to WWE, that story was dropped for two of those months because sure Vince didn't want to do it. Yep. Um, but yeah, it has been a lot of like, well, he took the bullet for you. And I was like, yeah, I've seen him do that a lot. Like, yeah. Well, he did interfere. I was like, yeah, 
like he's been tagging with them yeah. and, and this that, and the other but like yeah a 16th so the may 15th episode of raw is it's, a, it's, started a, it's a war of attrition luke it's just chipped away over time you know yeah. uh, this is not long-term storytelling <laughs> it's a story that has taken a long time to tell there it is uh but it did bring us into our main event which was the judgment day versus cody and jay for those tag titles mm. um cody made a classic error in this mm-hmm. match in which he and his tag partner hit their tag finish, had the match won, and he just rolled out the other side of the ring and left the other opponent in the ring to break up the pin. Admittedly, he had just hit a crossroads on him. So would have been like, well, that's it. He's gone. Like he hit a crossroads and then they hit the Cody, Co-1D, Cody 1D, Cody. The Co-1D. Co-1D. And then he rolled out. And I assume that was like, oh. And then when Priest broke up, I was like, well, he did recover quickly from that crossroads, but mm. yes, that is, that is an error from Cody. So he had to hit crossroads, like three crossroads on oh, Damian yeah. Priest at Crown Jewel. Come yeah, on, yeah, Cody. Yeah. Yeah. You're a prior on this, it's bud. barely a signature at this point. But Jay's there running wild. He takes both of them out, and he's on the outside. And who should hop over the guardrail but Drew McIntyre? Mm. And Drew looks at Jay, and he gives him the claymore, and he rolls him back in the ring, and Finn's going, Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, and he pins him one, two, three, and Drew saunters up the ramp while the Judgment Day celebrate, and out comes Rhea Ripley, and she shakes hands with Drew McIntyre. Yeah, great closing to the show. Really good close to the show, and I also enjoyed that the commentary didn't talk over this moment. Like they'd done their bits of being like, you know, well, what does this mean for you know Cody and Jay disappointed, blah blah blah, and then they just had the moment where Drew and Rhea were there. And they just stopped talking and they just let Rhea hold out the hand. Drew shook a hand and they let us fill in the blanks, which is great. Good stuff commentary. Yeah, no, I really, really like the presentation of this, the moment itself. So it looks like it is true joining, you know, aligning with the judgment. He's not joined mm-hmm. the group or anything, but he has turned heel. Yeah, he's aligning himself with the group. And I'll now need to find a fifth member for the War Games match, which, yeah. which goes spoilers now. You know, the reported plans are for this. So if you want to skip this, maybe stop the video now or come back to it in a week's time or skip ahead for a, uh, a little bit. Uh, that's enough warning now, I think. Yep. It's Randy. Randy Orton. Yeah. So Fightful's like the reporting that it's Randy Orton is going to be the fifth member for Team Cody. Yep. Uh, after the show, in fact, Cody cut a promo saying like, oh, if they've got a new member, I can put a call into a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Randy's obviously got history with the bloodline as well. So that's some, some interesting dynamics in there. And that is going to be revealed before Survivor Series. So one would assume next week. Probably. Yeah. yeah. A- anticipate the Raw podcast thumbnail next week, next week being Randy Orton return. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. I might just make it now. <laughs> um yeah so that's that's the theory is that orton uh, orton comes back next week to yeah. round out team cody for mm. survivor series and the reason why they're doing it then is to alleviate some of the feelings and thoughts that people have that if they do it as a mystery man yeah people will think it's cm punk yeah so they can remove all of that doubt by just not having punk there uh, yep. by, by just having announcing randy orton ahead of time because mm-hmm. they did this last year as well because it was going to be in boston last year and everyone thought the sasha banks was going to be revealed and they're like no it's we seem to make sure just tell everyone now it's becky lynch yeah so we're not going to go into the show with people thinking it's going to be sasha mm-hmm. and you know people might look at the the nakamura thing and be like oh but we still don't know what this means but we don't know nakamura is having a match at survivor series no 
We, like, don't, we don't know anything about that. Nobody knows what the hell he's talking about. Like, so, as it currently yeah. stands now, there's five matches mm-hmm. announced for Survivor Series. Two of those are War Games matches. I would not be surprised if that's the full card mm-hmm. for Survivor Series. Yeah, 100%. Like, we know that Triple H likes to keep his cards a bit shorter. This one could be a bit longer because it's one of the big four. Yeah. And we've seen on like SummerSlam and stuff like that, you can have a few more matches in there. But it's not going to be that many more. One would think it could be a Nakamura match, but I don't know. No, like, and yeah, I, I think, I mean, let me get the, the card up. Survivor Series. Is that 2023? Yeah, 2023. So yeah, actually currently there's only three matches announced, which is Gunther and Miz, yep. Ripley and Stark, yep. and the men's war games, which will then have the women's war games yep. on top of Which that. would make four. Which will make a four match card. So maybe there's a couple maybe more in there. Good. Maybe would, like two or three more at most. I, I would certainly say there is a, at least one. Yes. And I would, yeah, and I would, I don't know what else it could be if it's not the Nakamura match. United States champion Logan Paul. Is not going to be on this show. Probably not. Um, You could do something with the women's tag titles. Yeah. Maybe, like Chelsea Green and Piper Niven versus it, Tegan and uh, Natalia. Yeah, it's a good one. If only there were like a men's world champion who isn't in a war games match right now who could like defend his belt against someone i don't know who that would be mm. if only that existed yeah someone who used to have two belts but it's now one someone like that someone like that you yeah know, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world yeah um so yeah so i, I the reason for the randy Orton thing is so they don't have people going in with the, the conception that it could be a punk return. yes precisely they're trying to put out those fires now yes 100 percent. and he comes back Punk? Yeah. No. No? No. no um, I have a standing £10 bet with Ollie that Punk's not back. I, I've got until entry number 30 in the last Royal Rumble. Yep. Um, before he gives me a tenner. Yeah. I, I think that makes sense. I think if we don't see him in the Rumble, we don't see him. Full stop. Yeah. Five full report on it was that he's basically just in their back pocket. Mm-hmm. Like, if they wanted him, yeah. they could just pick they up the go. phone and be All like, right. yeah, can you show up? And he'd be like, yeah, okay, I, I do need the work. Yeah. So, but they aren't like desperately in need for him, and really, like they don't need. They don't need him. No, no, they're doing quite well right now. They're doing quite well. But what did you make of the uh, the the Drew heel turn? I thought it was really well done. Uh, and I I'm a I'm a sucker for long term character development and this sort of tease of where things are going. This is when I start to take issue with people saying that like predictability in wrestling is bad because I don't think it is because Drew turning heel was very predictable at some point but the journey getting here has been really well done so it feels earned Mm -hmm. because while shock surprise heel turns can sometimes be really great and really capture like lightning in a bottle like the shield breakup was a really like perfect shock heel turn the journey to get to drew's heel turn here makes the turn better it feels earned and it feels worth it and it makes sense because it's been teased so you know what the character is thinking about various situations. And it all makes sense. Yep. There's actual like, good motivations behind it as well. I, I completely agree with you. I've loved this story. Mm. This slow like tease and build and like him like you know just not helping people when the joint beatdowns be like none of my business yeah and then like going out to help seth rollins and be like well it's now becoming my business mm-hmm. he's i loved his promo going into crown jewel about seth rollins and just being like you don't get it and you don't understand and it's kind of why like i didn't really get on with rollins's promo after so i was like well drew feels real like drew feels mm. like a real live character whereas like rollins didn't in, in that moment but I, i've just been really enjoying this yeah i 
last week I said that my big prediction for the fifth members was going to be Jimmy and Kev. Because mm. I was like, well, they've been part of this story for so long. It would be weird if they're not in this match, whereas Drew has really only been involved in this for the last three, four weeks. But, like, you know, Kevin's been part of the Judgment Day storyline since, well, May. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I wonder, like, why not Kevin Owens? Randy mm. Elon's like a great surprise, like, it's a great return. But, like, it's kind of bummed me out, like, it's not Kev, because we've been, Kev's been part of this story. Yeah. I mean, the thing you're forgetting is that the brand split is really important, and people can't break that, you know? Yeah. You can't have someone from SmackDown go into a Raw War Games match. What are you talking about? A Raw Games match. A Raw Games match. Um, It should be KO, really. Yeah. Like, but Randy will be cool. Randy will be great. And I, I'm looking forward to it. There was someone in the, the live chat, like, before the show went live, said, man, like, when you hear I hear voices next week, it's going to hit different. Yeah. Because it's been it a is. while. Oh, sure it's been has. a long while since we've had Randy on our TV screens. Mm -hmm. And I've missed seeing Randy Orton. Yeah, same. I, you know, there's <laughs> the doctors told him, probably don't. don't. Don't don't come back, though. Yeah, probably don't do a wrestle. And yeah. he's just like, yeah, but, you yeah, know. Yeah, but now, nah, though. But, you know, I, I, he's, he's in charge of his own destiny. For More sure. power to him. Yeah. Uh, it's like the Danielson thing. Mm -hmm. More power to you. Uh, I I'm looking forward to him being back. Yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, one final note on the main event because I'm not often on these podcasts, so I don't get to mm -hmm. say my thoughts on a lot of stuff that uh, people have had the opportunity to to say. Um, I never thought I'd hear Michael Cole say, "Listen to the Yeet chance." <laughs> it's just a line. I heard that in the main event. I was like, "Oh, what timeline am I in?" Wow. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why united healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs learn more at uh1.com hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
into your uh, alpha chats for this show. Wrestle.com forward slash support. We read out all of them above the five US dollar amount. And Bacon Rasher is kicking things off to say, Hi lads, great end to Raw with Mackie D and Ripley. Also JD now in JD. They are stronger than Cody and his army. Bring on Survivor Series. And I'm just waiting for payday before I get my ticket to join you down to the pub. All the acronyms. Love you lads. I'm 39. Jammy jam jam. <laughs> I think that came from my edited review of Raw. Because mm. there's a segment later on when Akira Tazawa is doing his little dance. And just this segment that just went all over the place. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, was wild. Like, and it was just like lots of people just saying lots of things. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people doing like sort of this wacky thing. I was like, man, I'm nearly 40. Yeah. 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 That was a, a sensory overload, that segment. <laughs> I was like, wow, oh, that's a lot happening. Uh, Kuzu here says, Raw's main event scene is pretty great, but it definitely highlights how cold everyone else is. But I feel like Triple H has more faith in them than Vince would. Drew's heel turn was worth the wait, and I can't wait till next week to see what happens. I mean, that's the sign of a good Raw, right? Like, as you want to see next week's episode of the show. Absolutely. And on your point as well, um, like Sean was talking about this on the, the, the Fightful Post show. But this idea, like, we, you know, for so many years, we were used to the, the Vince three-week push. You're brought out on TV, you're given three weeks. If you're not over by the end of those three weeks, you're never seen again. Mm-hmm. Like you get a character refresh. We'll put a gimp mask on you. Yeah. You know, we'll, you know, give you a brand new character and a new name, new entrance theme. But Triple H is playing a much longer game. Is Tegan Knox over now? No. But show new video packages. Mm-hmm. They're giving her wins on TV. So the next time they're in Washington and she comes out again, She's that little bit more over because they're like, oh, we saw her last time Mm -hmm. and she's been doing all of this regular stuff on TV. And so then the theory is the next next time you're in Washington, you're over. Yeah, it's the long game. It's the long game. It's regularly featuring people on TV. It's giving them characters. It's giving them motivations. And characters and motivations is maybe a bit of a a, a stretch in, in some cases. But I think they are giving people stuff mm-hmm. to work with. I thought the, the, the Tegan Knox video package on the show was really great. It was, yeah. I mean, video packages have always been WWE's strong suit, so using them better, more effectively to get people over is always going to be a good thing. Yeah. And yeah, I think the long game, we're actually seeing the fruits of that now. If you look at the main event scenes, it's not just Roman anymore. Because before, in the Vince era, it was Roman and whoever he was facing that month. And that was who was over, and there was literally nothing else on the show. Now you have... Cody, Jay, Sammy, KO, uh, all of Judgment Day, Roman, whoever Roman's feuding with, LA, LA Knight. Knight. Like, you have a lot of these guys that have kind of slowly built over time because of stories and are still over because of stories. And they've just been made to feel really big. Like, it's just a, a build over time just works. As it, like, to Kuzu's point, the f- and I, that's what I mentioned earlier, everyone is so over in the main event scene, it makes everyone else feel like they're ice cold. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that like Triple H is going to give up on them. He's not going to be looking at them and being like, oof, wow, you're getting no reaction out there. You're going to be taken off TV. We'll mm-hmm. go with someone else. Now it's like, all right, you're not now, but three three months' time? Let's, let's see how we're getting on. Mm-hmm. Playing the long game. Bob Burwell has been a member for 26 months in a row. He says, does this heel turn mean that Drew is going uh, joining Judgment Day or just teaming with them for Survivor Series? He should go after Seth post-Survivor Series win and title and Sammy to win at Wrestlemania. Uh, I don't think this means Drew is joining Judgment Day. Um, I think if he was, I think it would be, excuse me, a full like Judgment Day celebration. You know, they like get him up on their shoulders and be like, hey, lads, 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 like, yeah, new person, uh, come join. There wasn't any of that. It was just like, we have made an agreement. It's yes. just him and Rhea Ripley. We shook hands. 
we're on the same page for something. Yeah. And that's it. That's as far as it goes. It's, it's an agreement, an alliance. I think this should build to a Drew-Seth rematch mm. because, you know, Rhea Ripley's whole point to Drew was you can't beat him without us. Mm. So here he is. He's going to help Judgment Day beat them at Survivor Series and then that gets him another title match. Yep. And I could see Judgment... I actually... I don't... I'm 50-50 at the moment on... I think the fractures within Judgment Day could lead to them losing the match or it's going to be Drew in there pinning Seth Rollins and that mm. sets up that future title match between the two of them. Yeah. And that's the thing. You could have it go either way in the Drew helps Judgment Day win and he's like, hey, look, I held up my end of the deal. I helped you guys win at War Games. Now you have to get me a title match with Seth. Or it could be, I held up my end of the deal by being in that match. I helped as much as I could, but it was your guys' fault that we lost. You still need to help me hold up your end of the deal and get me this title match. Both I, work. I think I much preferred your second option there because it was only after I'd finished saying my sentence where I suddenly thought like, no, this whole storyline we've been building is Team Cody versus the Judgment Day. I don't want then Drew to pin Seth because that's now... It's actually got nothing to do with Team Cody versus Judgment Day. It's all about Drew versus Seth. Yeah. Because this should be the end mm-hmm. of this. Sammy, Jay, and Cody kev versus the judgment day yeah because we've been doing this for six months Mm -hmm. this should be the end point of that story yep so i don't want the story focus to be drew and seth yep agreed because that's not the focus right now drew wins the title at the rumble beats seth sammy wins the rumble challenges i could challenge roman he's not gonna win could challenge drew at that point and sammy wins the belt at wrestlemania would be rad i like that I think Seth's champs on Mania. I don't want him to be. And if Drew is going to get another title match, I want him to win this one because this is this is the difference maker now. The point was he lost because he didn't have Judgment Day on his side last time. Now he does, and this will get him the win. In theory. Or Seth just beats Mania. Ah, don't do that, no. That's what I'd say. Don't do that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't have to do that. It's just, yeah. I, I don't think Drew's winning the belt anytime soon. I want him to, though. Let's get into the rest of the show. Oh, actually, no. Let's talk about our sponsor, Geology. Click the uh, the link in the video description down below or scan the QR code that is above my head right now for Geology. Your trial set is available right now. And if you use our promo code WRESTLE70, you get 70% off. Plus, there are savings to be made with any additional add-ons that you put into your basket as well. I We've been sponsored by Geology for a long time. Long time. Long time. Multiple years we've been sponsored by Geology. And I've been using this product since they started sponsoring us. You know, a lot of times we get stuff that's like, hey, can you sponsor us? Like, yeah, sure, you get the product. And you're like, this is cool. I'm really glad I've got this product. Enjoy. But this is like, I got this. This is awesome. This has been really great. This has really revolutionized the way that I look after my skin and the way that I feel about myself, which I think is a a really important thing uh, in, in this modern day. I feel good when I have a better skincare routine. Mm-hmm. And I'm not very good at skincare routines. So Geology does it for me. It literally comes with a card that says, Put this one on at this time, this one on at this time, do this one, use this much Mm -hmm. at this point on these areas. Yep. And it also is very, very handy because like the the pumps that they have, you just do one squeeze and then it's like, that's the the amount you need. One pump. You just don't need to think about it. You just go boop and then it's done. It's perfect. It's a really, really great system. And all you've got to do is uh, click the link in the video description down below. Take the survey and the survey will pick out a set for you. It will find out what it is you want to get out of your skincare regime. And it will give you that skincare regime. You can get 70% off your trial set at Wrestle uh, using our promo code WRESTLE70. 
It is a fabulous service. They've been great sponsors to us over the years. We're big, big fans of Geology. So click the link in the video description down below or scan the QR code that is above me right now uh, and get yourself Geology. Right, let's get into this show. Um, we kind of talked about a lot of the opening of this because we had the promos with Team Cody mm -hmm. in the Judgment Day, then the tag match, and then we had uh, Rhea Ripley stayed in the ring to have a pop at Adam Pearce. Yeah, and Adam Pearce in response, quotes, gone with the wind? Sure does. And frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Finger on the pulse as always. <laughs> <laughs> um... And this brought out Zoe Stark. It's it's not a strong suit. No, is a promo. No, it's not. Um, but Ripley is a fabulous promo. She's so great. She kind of like elevated the segment somewhat because she's talking about oh, I'm Rhea Bloody Ripley. Yeah, and it was fantastic. Uh, I loved her line of like Zoe, you're only going to be a champion as if you go to another brand. Yeah, that's a great line. Mommy's always on top. Yeah, uh, but it was Zoe Stark that stood tall at the end of the segments. Uh, yeah, I don't think she beat her up necessarily but they Rhea had to like escape yeah bail out and Zoe Stark stood tall like you know you want to try and heat this match up a little bit it's I, I said my piece in this last week if you're going to do Zoe Stark versus Rhea Ripley I wouldn't have put Zoe Stark in the fatal five-way match mm. you know, where she then lost yeah um and I just done a fatal four-way but yeah I think this will be they'll have a good match it's just I don't think anyone's going to particularly believe that Zoe Stark is going to defeat Ripley Nakamura cut a promo to the man how he is uh, looking for his next target. Mm -hmm. He knows who it is. Yep. And the commentators were really putting this over. He knows who he's talking about, but no one has a clue who that might be. It's, um... I'm curious that one. I don't know. Well, he's already beat you beat last week. Yeah. Beat um, again. But, like, this, so, Sean was talking about this on the Fightful Bow Show and made me laugh. You know, this idea of well, we want to announce Randy Orton now so people don't think it's going to be CM Punk. And it, and it was like, well, a way to make people not think CM Punk coming back is to stop making CM Punk <laughs> references. <laughs> like, you could, yeah. you could just stop doing all of that. Yeah. And, like, because people are reaching for a lot of things and, and putting two and two together make it five. I'm not saying that CM Punk definitely isn't coming back. There's every chance that Punk does come back. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a probably stronger possibility than not that mm. he does come back. The big tester for that, though, will be if next week on Raw, Nakamura sets an open challenge yep. for Survivor Series. Yeah. If Nakamura announces an open challenge for Survivor Series, then I think Punk is coming back. I agree, because they would be fools to do that if it's not Punk. Yeah. The other thing to do is if it's not going to be Punk, is you just don't have Nakamura on the show. Yep. This is a storyline that is going for someone else. Mm -hmm. And that's it and you just reveal that maybe the month the, the raw after survivor series i have no idea who it could be if it's not punk could it be because it can't be it's not seth no i i just don't know are you going to look up the roster list of wwe personnel it's the, the it's the best wikipedia it's the page. best wikipedia page if you're going to do a fancy so booking this oh, is where man. you want to go Right. Probably not Apollo Crews. No, probably not. Probably not Braun. No. Uh, Bronson Reed is already feuded with. Yeah. Probably not the Creed. No. Cody? Maybe? 
It feels. Meh, it's probably maybe. not. Probably not Judgment Day. It's definitely not Dexter Loomis. Um, I would. It would feel anticlimactic for me if it were Cody. I'll say that much. People said like a couple of people saying Cody. Now two people have said Rock. Yeah, all road lead to Punk. Um, it's probably not Jay Uso. Well, that actually could be Jay. Uh, it just feels weird for it to just be like a regular member of the roster. Like it would have to be someone special, otherwise it would just feel like an anticlimax. Oh, Sammy, like that was his first match in, yeah. in WWE. Yeah, you rekindle could. some of that NXT fire. Yeah, I mean, I I think that is the most palatable option. That's not Punk. Yeah. Sammy, I think there's, I think Sammy, there's something there. Sammy is one I'm, I'm, I'm that sits quite nicely mm. within what he's talking about, and it ties into his character history, ties into Triple H's love of NXT. Yeah, because I don't think it's Veer Mahan. <laughs> uh, it's not I hear he's coming. <laughs> it's not. Not Ricochet's already feuded with him. It's not Odyssey Jones because I don't think he exists. I don't think he's real. I, no. I'm pretty sure that's a made up person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone keeps putting him on Wikipedia. They got they got one of the 2K renders on the drive graphic. <laughs> Um, Gunther might be the only other person, but that's heel heel. Yeah, I, I, yeah. The only one that makes sense to me out of that would be Sammy. Mm. Uh, but even then, I think people will be like, "Did you really need to do all of that for a Sammy feud when you could yeah. just do a feud?" Just looking at some of the other people's chats. AJ, LA mm. Knight, AJ again. There's, there's stuff there for that, but also AJ's on SmackDown right now, and as we know, the brand split is sacred. <laughs> Uh, Elia Dragunov, mm. Lexus King. <laughs> Can't put sunglasses in his pocket. <laughs> See that clip? God, it was funny. Like I, I feel so bad for Pillman Jr. But man, he's had a Raphael go of it since coming into WWE. Because like, any time he's on NXT, the following day, everyone's like, the, the swaggerless of this man yeah. is is palpable. Yeah. And he does not help that. And he had this segment. Where he's in the ring with Trick and Mellow as well, who are like so unbelievably charismatic and are so over, and he can't then put sunglasses in his pockets because yeah. they're not real pockets. Yeah. And he doesn't realize that. And then he just go, throw his sunglasses <laughs> on the floor. It's, man. Yeah. Live TV, maybe not the one. Yep, maybe not. He'll figure it out. Sammy and Seth were walking backstage, and Cody wanted to just draw a line with Seth and be like, look. We can be enemies for 364 days. But I need you on one day to just be on my team. Yeah. So it's like, I don't like you, but I do respect you. The war games will be good. Yep. Like Which that. was nice. Yeah. I like that. It's Christmas Day feud. I feel like that's a Christmas sure. Day world title match. It's Why Cody not? And Seth. But that would mean that Cody has to challenge for a belt. How would he finish the story if he's going for a different belt? Well, he's not going to win. So it doesn't he also doesn't care about the belt. He's been like, whatever. <laughs> It's not, it's not finishing. It's not beating Roman, so I'm not finishing the story. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura beat Otis in a fine little match. This match was basically Otis being like, I'm going to slam you as hard as I can. And Nakamura being like, well, I'm going to kick you in the head as hard as I can then. Yeah. I, hmm, I enjoyed this match. Mm. I thought it was all right. Would you like to know the full list of moves that Shinsuke Nakamura hit in this match? I think it's just mostly Kinshasa's. It is. He did, you know, the kick he does where the person catches it and then he spins through and kicks him with the other leg. Mm -hmm. Did that yeah. and three Kinshasa's. That's it. That's every move that he hit on Otis in this match. This was a dominating Otis match. Otis nearly killed this man. He yeah. was dominant in this one. It was just like a bunch of back elbows, throwing him around, big power bomb, all that stuff. And Shinsuke would go for stuff and Otis would be like, no. Like, you just roll through, like, you go for an elbow and he just, like, you know, yeah. pounce through it and run through and all that stuff. 
And then Nakamura hit the kick and three Kinshasas and then one. Do you know what match this was? Mm. This was Billy Gunn versus Darby Allen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Because that match was Billy Gunn did loads of moves. And yeah. Darby Allen just hit three coffin drops and won. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. And like, that's what Nakamura did. He got beaten up a bunch, then hit three Kinshasas and he won. Yeah. I was. I had a great time with just it. Just unsurprisingly, one uh, or oh, sorry, very surprisingly, one-sided yeah. in this match. I was, I was that just, one I just, didn't win. <laughs> yeah, I was just taken aback. It was very, very surprising to me. Uh, so he then pushed Chad Gable afterwards to set up a match between them for next week for Survivor Series. Obviously, I don't know. I um, I feel like the Alpha Academy have lost all momentum. You feel like? Well, I've, me and Dan have talked about this before, and I do say it's like I'm not saying that they can't get that momentum back. Absolutely. But I had this thought this morning when I was like, I mean, that's true. They can just get that momentum back because Chad Gable's great and the Alpha Academy are really, really good. Yes. But surely a, a better idea is just to keep the momentum one would think you know like if the momentum's high yeah just keep riding that as opposed to just letting all that momentum go mm. and then having to start again yes and you know we were saying before how like you know long builds work and you know when when people rise and people have been really over because of stories and then even past those stories they've just kind of maintained it at a main event level people like jay uso people thought well he's not feuding with roman he's gonna drop off and he's still been the main event star sammy and ko they still maintain like main event status after everything and with chad gabe where everyone was like that's the guy that's the man right there he should dethrone gunther he's the guy who's super into this that's awesome and then they went it's just back to being enhancement guys again. Yeah, it's really strange. Yeah. Would have just kept that going. Uh, we've got a promo for War Games and an explanation of the rules. Hope we don't get another <laughs> one of those later. I said this last year and I'll say it again. They're using the inferior version of uh, of this song. I know it's the original, but Faith No More did it better. Um, we then got the Seth and Drew segment. That's my controversial take for the episode. Yep. I'm, sure, I'm sure that'll be the one that everyone picks up on in the comments. Definitely. Piper Niven took on Tegan Knox in a match. We've got a really good promo for Video mm. Knox. Uh, how, how she's been defined by this injury and now she is back and she's not going to be just that girl that got injured. Yep. Really, really cool. Um, the loudest person in this match, though, was Natalia at ringside. <laughs> And not Chelsea Green. <laughs> no, no, it was Natalia. She, yeah. she was way louder. This also had two different distractions in it. Uh, uh, Piper Niven got her foot on the ropes after the shiniest wizard, but then she missed doing her butt splash, uh, and Piper Niven rolled. Uh, sorry, uh, Tegan Knox rolled her up. Yep. Not very good. Yeah, it was a bit of a weird match. This one a little bit sloppy in places, um, so people d couldn't quite connect with a lot of the offense, and I feel like the camera missed quite a bit of the action as well, which didn't help. I like what they're definitely trying with Tegan Knox, and I appreciate them trying. I think they need to probably give them a bit more time and a bit more chance to showcase some of the impressive offense that we know they can do. Like, there was a couple of bits in here where, like, Piper Niven hit a shoulder breaker, and I was like, whoa, you don't normally see that? That's cool. Mm. More of that, please. Yeah. But they just need to be kind of more, It's like we said, it's a long process to build someone. And I think just keep doing more of that and just giving them chances to wrestle and put on good matches, then they'll be they'll be golden. I think Knox is great. Knox is like, fantastic. Tegan's, she's like, they're, like they're really great. Yeah, like, I, and, and I'm, I'm I really big, like both of them. Big, big fan of Tegan. I'm a big fan of Piper Niven. Mm -hmm. But this match, you know, it was given like four minutes. Yeah. So like, there's only so much you can do in those four minutes, and I don't think you then needed to do the foot on the ropes after the like the shiniest wizard. You probably mm -hmm. could have just ended the match there. Yeah. Um, because the finish afterwards just was not as good as that finish, mm -hmm. and like you know, two distractions and stuff like that. Like, yeah. but it sets up a tag title match, tag title program. Yeah. Cool. Cool. 
Uh, we've got a recap of Miz winning the four-way last week, and then Jackie interviewed the Miz. Uh, he did, you'll be surprised to know, some bad comedy. And then uh, Ivar walked in and called him a clown, and he's correct. Mm. Um, but then <laughs> Bronson Reed, that's what I love about Bronson Reed. Big Bronson Reed. <laughs> Big, yep. big air quotes for big Bronson Reed. Uh, it's that he walks up and is like, "Hey, you guys are lucky that I'm." I was like, "You got pinned, mate! Like, why are you walking with this bravado?" Being like, "Yeah, you guys are lucky that yeah. it's not me that's going into that gun to the match." I'm like, "No, of course, because you lost." Yeah, but he walks in like he won. It's kind of a great character. Yeah, I I I like confidence, and that's okay. Yeah, but this was sort of my this this I think is going to be my main critique i have of this the the miz stuff on this week's show mm -hmm. miz was not the focus it quite literally was in the background of this backstage segment he left yeah halfway through the segment with no like faces he literally just walked out of frame yeah and in the match that he has later on he was again a bit of a background player to set up this ivar and reed match don't get me wrong ivar and reed sounds great but Miz is facing Walter at the pay-per-view. Mm. I think we should just give Miz a big win and focus on the Miz. Yeah, agreed. Tommaso Ciampa took on Ludwig Kaiser. Uh, this match also saw some interference and, and distractions as uh, the referee ejected Giovanni Vinci um, after Gargano dobbed on him. Mm -hmm. uh, and then he just came back anyway and, and beat up Johnny Gargano and that distracted Ciampa and uh, Kaiser won. I wrote down, Vinci gets ejected, sure hope he doesn't come back. I wrote that as a joke, riffing off of the Cody finish at WrestleMania. One of the things that still really bugs me about that match. And then I wrote, hey, Vinci's back. I wrote that as a joke. Mm. I'm Don't stop doing that. If someone gets ejected, they're actually ejected. Stop having them come back. It's really yeah, annoying. But Pete, how else are you going to break up Imperium? Like, how <laughs> else are you going to give Imperium problems if you don't do these sorts of things? <laughs> Don't break up Imperium. That's what I'd say to that one. Also, yes. in this match, uh -huh. Michael Cole oh, said yeah. that Ludwig Kaiser was... Uh, or Sorry, Wade Barrett said that Ludwig Kaiser looks like he's out of the Louvre in Paris. And Michael Cole said, I don't know if you've ever been to the Louvre. It's not that impressive. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> what's your beef with France, Michael Cole? <laughs> like... You know, that's where the Mona Lisa is, right? That's, and a, like, sorry, that's a pretty good line, though. Really? Like, I don't know. That was, that was really weird. Well, you know, there's Americans. They do know their culture. Oh, sure um, do. Yeah, that, that's quite a great line from Carl. That's <laughs> really funny. Uh, I, I, well, the second that Kaiser was in this match, I was like, yeah, champ right within this. No, absolutely not. Because like, they're really protecting Kaiser. Like, yeah. Vinci's there to take pins. Kaiser is not. And like, Good. Build uh, other people up. That's good. But yeah, I could, they've really got something in Kaiser, and I think he's got a really good presence about him. He's got a really, yeah. like, he's really good in ring. Yeah. And despite the fact, like, th this was getting zero reaction from this crowd, but they were just giving it their all. And mm. again, it's that long-term play. Um, so I, I, I enjoyed this, but I, this DIY reunion is, it, it ain't clicking, folks. Not yet. Long builds, Luke. Long builds. Also, that's entirely the reason why I had. Ludwig Kaiser win a match in my fantasy booking of uh, Logan Paul's world champion because I think he's cool and I think he deserved a big win and he got one. I just didn't oh, like this. follow up on it enough. Uh, mm. The Mona Lisa actually does suck in real life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're probably right. So he's coming there in the, uh, yeah. uh, in the live The live is really cool. It's a pyramid. I like it. Uh, I've never been. Zia Lee uh, took on Indy Hartwell. 
Zia Lee's story is outside of being the dumbest character in wrestling is that she knocks people out with her spinning kick. Mm. In this match, she did a different kick mm. and still knocked Indy Hartwell out. Or not didn't knock her out, but knocked her loopy enough. Yeah. She's giving people concussions. That's her gimmick. Yeah, which is a bit weird because she legit did that in NXT. Well, they're playing off that. Yeah, which I guess is fine. It's just a bit weird because if something goes wrong and she does it wrong, it's like, oh, no, that's real. It's <laughs> a real <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Uh, again, this went like two minutes. Yeah. So it's not given enough time to get over mm-hmm. uh, and, and therefore it didn't really. Becky came out afterwards um, and she is over. And she was like, look, you suck at wanting to have fights with people. So I'm just I've made it official. You have to, you have to have a match next week. Yep. And so I leave like. And then ran away. And then ran away. Yeah, Zaylee continues to be the dumbest character in all professional wrestling. I have a take. Oh, I think that Zaylee might be the most shouty wrestler since The Undertaker. <laughs> Go on. She's a shouty lass. Yeah. Every bit of offense she does, it's a yeah, yeah, yeah for every like punch, every whip, every everything, and I'm like, it's just The Undertaker. It's the or the as he's running the ropes, and I'm like. Man, I think Zia Lee might have taken the crown. <laughs> That's a shouty wrestler right there. Yeah, well, when she's over, you won't hear it. Oh, no, of course. No. Yeah. Um, we got a recap of Zoe and Shayna in the Battle Royal last week, the one that Zoe Stark won. And um, yeah, they then hung out backstage mm-hmm. uh, to have some, uh, some, some, some stilted b- bad acting. That is some BBFF energy. <laughs> bad best friend forever energy. That one. And then, you know, Raquel Rodriguez walks up to stand in a row, and then Nia Jax walks up to the other side to to make it a foursome standing in a row. And Nia Jax doesn't even look at the person she's talking to because the framing's bad. So she's talking over here, but they're over here. It's silly. It's got high school drama energy to it. Uh, It sets up Raquel versus Nia for next week. Yeah. Miz then beat Ivar with, uh, you won't believe this, distractions and, and interference. So... Reed came out to distract Ivar. Mm. It's got previous with the Miz, of course. Miz, mm. Miz brought him back into the company as a, as a hired gun. Forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Ivar sort of had the match won uh, on a couple of occasions, uh, but Miz kept kicking out. He then was set up to do the moonsault, but Bronson Reed distracted him from that, and then Miz rolled up Ivar, put his feet on the ropes, and got the win. Which is quite nice, because Miz's promo he had earlier was like, Look, a lot of people have taken on Gunther, but none of them will do what it takes to win. I will do what it takes to win. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between having the belt for the longest time and being the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time, which is what I am. Yeah. So in this match, even though he is babyface Miz, he is mm-hmm. 100%, 100p babyface now. He's the Miz. Mm-hmm. And so he, put the, he puts his feet on the ropes to get this roll up. I think that's really, really smart and really nice. Because that's going to be a very different Gunther match. Yeah. And he'll have those moments where he has his feet on the ropes to get, you know, nearly getting that, that 2.5 moment that I think will be really, really good come the pay-per-view. I hope so. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it because I, I genuinely believe this is going to be the best Miz match we've ever seen. It's and I'm, I'm pumped for it. Undoubtedly so. Going to be the best Miz match we've ever had. And no doubt that when he does a head scissors, which is, I just want to clarify, a normal wrestling move that a lot of wrestlers do. He's going to be pulling out all the stops, as Michael Cole said, in this match. And there was a comment last week that said to me, look, Luke, if you have nothing nice to say about The Miz, then don't say anything at all. 
So then uh, Reed laid out Ivar with the tsunami. Uh, Love that. I'm a big fan of Bronson Reed and Ivar. I think they're going to have a great big meaty slapping match. Yep. It's going to be wonderful. Yep. Um, oh, wait, did you miss the video promo for War Games <laughs> earlier? Did you, did you miss the rules? No, I actually got him clear as day. Oh, okay. I mean, he's here again. <laughs> After the Miz Ivar match, mm-hmm. I was like, and I was like, oh man, it's actually like, there's a good chunk of this show left. You can have a lot of time dedicated mm. for the, this main event. No, because for the next 15 minutes, we yeah. just got a lot of, a lot of backstage chats. Because there was that promo for War Games. Then we had the Judgment Day moment where Peace, uh, Priest brought JD McDonough into the group. Mm-hmm. Then we had Gunther chatting with Vinci and Kaiser, with Gunther congratulating Vinci mm-hmm. on winning the match. Stop trying to break this group up. Seriously. And we set up the idea <laughs> no! that the next challenger for Gunther is Jinder Mahal. What? I, okay. I, it's not just me, right? Well, okay. So here's what happens is he was praising uh, Giovanni Vinci. Gunther and Vinci were like, <laughs> and they walk away and Kaiser's just like, what? what? I want the, ma- uh, and he's looking all dejected. And then Indu Sherry there with Jinder Mahal, right? And Kaiser's just like, oh, I don't know what's happening. And Jinder Mahal goes, if I were you, you should choose your next move very wisely. And that's it. That's the segment. What does that mean? Why is Jinder Mahal there? Next challenge of a Gunther. I don't like it. I don't want to see it. TBH. Well, all I'm seeing is there's three of them. <laughs> oh! and, and there's three in Imperium. Faction warfare, baby! I, I smell some six-man tags, player. <laughs> God. <laughs> there's definitely going to be a tag match of uh, Veer Mahan and... Uh, the other one, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Sanger? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There'll be a tag match of them two versus Kaiser and Vinci. Yeah. Vinci will get pinned, of course. Yeah. Uh, and then that leads to a kind of Jinder Mahal match. Can't wait. I, it, it, it smells of... Ah, we're waiting for the Rumble. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We're not going to do big Gunther matches now because no. we've got to wait till the road to WrestleMania before yeah. we start doing those. And I want Gunther to have another stellar performance in the Rumble. That would be wonderful. He doesn't uh, need to win, though he should win. Uh, but another stellar performance, please. And then we had uh, Alpha Academy chatting with the Creeds backstage. So I'm going to try and play through this segment as, as best as I can. Yeah. So the Creed brothers tried to recruit Alpha Academy mm-hmm. and say, you need to come under Creed tutelage. Yep. And Chad said, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. And they, Creed's then said, we want a tag title match. Because they mentioned the tag titles, this summoned the New Day. <laughs> and the New Day showed up and said, well, we want the tag titles too. And everyone was like, didn't you lose a tag match last week? And they were like, yeah, but we're the New Day and we're going to go with the tag titles. The camera then leaves this conversation yeah. to the other side of the room where Maxine Dupree and Ivy Nile are finding out they're friends. Yeah. And they've both got a common goal of also winning tag gold. Mm-hmm. And so they then walk away. And as they are walking, the camera pans back to Alpha Academy, who were trying to cheer up Akira Tazawa. Mm-hmm. And Tazawa has a title belt yep. featuring a football, I think. Yep. And then they all cheer him on to do his dance. Yes. Did I miss anything? No, that was it. Yeah. Um, it was just a lot because that conversation after the camera pans away. Didn't stop. No. <laughs> We're still there. So there was just a, di- a separate conversation happening with the conversation over here as well. Uh, a lot happening in this one. Yeah. A lot happening in this segment. There was a lot of people just 
saying and making noise as part of the segment. Weren't really saying much. They were just like, yeah, you know, classic Otis. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot. With that said, Maxine Dupree and Ivy Nile. All right. I'm well on board for that team. Yeah, sure. You know what? They're going to pick up that story of Ivy Nile being the one to teach Maxine Dupree how to wrestle. That's fine. Yeah. I'm on board with that. That's A-OK with me. I will be so on board for them. Yeah. Like this, you know, this episode featured our tag team champions mm-hmm. in Piper Niven and Chelsea Green. Yeah. And also set up. You reminded me. Yeah. No! Hey, no, no, no. I... Chelsea Green's fine. I hate how the ring announcer announced The Miz. No! Oh, The Miz. The Miz. The Miz! It was worse than that. It is the worst. <laughs> Chelsea Green's fine because it's funny. The Miz is just bad. I can't even do it justice right now. I need you to go and watch it. It's really bad. I hate it. Stop doing it. I'll take your word for it. I, I skipped the entrance. That's fair. But like, I get a massive kick out of Chelsea Green. So do and I. That's great. Ludwig Kaiser. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta do it. It's more in the eyebrows than it yeah, is yeah, in anything yeah. else. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm well into the idea. So, oh, sorry, I was saying that you have Piper Niven and Chelsea Green as yeah. your tag champs with Tegan Knox and Natalia mm-hmm. already as an established tag team, yep. established-ish, yep. going for the tag belts. Mm-hmm. And you had Zoe Stark and Shayna Baszler kind yep. of rekindling that friendship that they had. And now you've got Ivy Nile and um, Maxine Dupree. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, there's four teams. That's a division almost. That feels like a division. Almost. I'm Yep. Thumbs up from me. Yeah. And then there was the main event. Which we spoke about. This really was A. It was the week before the week before the pay-per-view show. Yes, sure was. Uh, you know, I, I'm not saying it was bad. It was just, it was it was mid. Yep. Good, good, good and bad. Yep. But not really as much bad. It was just, it's there. Yep. And it was like, it had a real energy of, oh, we'll do all the, outside of the main event angle. We'll, we'll, do, the, we'll do that next week. Yeah. We'll, we'll do that next week. Yeah. It very much felt like, not necessarily a holding pattern. I don't think that's fair. It was just like a lot of groundwork. Yeah, there was a lot of like building for things, that's and fine. a lot and a lot of the groundwork was all right. Yeah, nothing, fine. nothing spectacular aside from the Drew heel turn, but nothing bad. Yeah. It was just there. There you go. That, and that was the whole show. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a three out of five. If ever I've if ever I watched. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, strong three out of five energy. Yeah, uh, to to this episode of Raw. Yeah, sorry, I had a sudden panic there that we'd gone uh, that we'd stopped being live. Um, just because. But we, are we? I think we are still live. I think so. Yeah, it says excellent connection, and no one in the chat has said anything. So oh, think, and we're still live. Yeah, we're still live. We're all good. So yeah, I would say three out of five. Yeah, three out of five show. Uh, let us know what you thought in the uh, live chat. The poll has now just gone up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle, and uh, thumbs up, of course. Let us know what you thought of this episode of Monday Night Raw. Uh, click the link to check out Geology as well. And hey, while you're in the mood to click links, why not come and see us live and in person watching Survivor Series, where we're all going to see CM Punk return Definitely. together overnight at the Long Arm Pub and Brewery in Shoreditch. We are having a lock-in at a pub and it's going to be awesome. But don't just take it from me. Take it from me. Do you have plans to watch Survivor Series? Well, why not come and watch WWE Survivor Series live and in person with the WrestleTalk team with over 100 other wrestling fans along with a live version of our Parts of Unknown board game series No Holds Board at the Long Arm Pub and Brewery in 
London. Not only will we be watching Survivor Series together, but we'll be doing our live reactions to the show from the pub, which means you will have the chance to be on camera and part of the WrestleTalk live experience. This is the best way to watch wrestling, pay-per-views, and tickets are available right now. Get your tickets today, and we'll see you there to be part of moments like this. We're live, pal. Uh, and yeah, you can get your tickets to that uh, in the video description down below or being spanned by our wonderful moderating team right now. I wasn't at the Crown Jewel watch party, but I am at this one. Yeah, Pete's going to be here. And importantly, Luke, I'm not just going to be at the Survivor Series watch party hmm. because there's something that I haven't been able to get my hands on for a long time. <gasps> something that I was screwed out of. At the Survivor Series watch party, Dan Layton, I will be challenging you for the Jam That Championship. Something that I lost because you jammed it in. You haven't beaten me for that belt properly, Dan. And if you want to earn that belt for real and become the actual Jam That Champion, then you're going to have to beat me at Survivor Series. Good luck. I think we'll speak to the board, but I think we could probably make that official. Pete Quinnell versus Dan The Truth, the Professor Dan Layton at WWE Survivor Series, our watch party at the Long Island Pub and Brewery. Get your tickets in the video description down below. Come and join us. We're going to have a grand old time. Uh, we need to shout out some of our Patreon backers as well. I am not logged into discord on this tablet so that's fine I'll would, need would you, you to show me would please. you like to share my laptop your laptop or, sure. or this ipad yep uh yeah if you are one of our 25 dollar above play champions you get your name read out on this very show like these fine folks the leader of the brass nj hornsberg parking lot brawl champion parker king peter fiber brontus Probably better than Kyle, Philip O'Reilly. The man who wears the gold, the man recognized by Swamp Nation International as the 24-7 champion, our legend. Raw's brand ambassador, Redman2490. Reese Cook, what the rock is smelling. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, Mr. Moneybags, Rich Holt. Burley, Rob Burwell. Daylight Robbery, Rob James. Yo, Adrian. Rocky. And finally, for this Hall of Fame class of the 20... Nope, the 14th of November, 2023... Der Farm General, Roman Dietrich. There you go. There you go. I did it. Uh, tomorrow we're going to have WrestleTalk behind the scenes going up, where we're going to be talking about what's been going on the last couple of months. Mm. About survival series, about the WrestleTalk news. Yeah. Lots to dive into. No holds board. No holds board. The watch party. Yeah. Lots of stories. Lots of stuff. Uh, there and then the week after that will be WrestleTalk After Dark, and then the week after that will be wwe survivor series 2014 being reviewed by myself and oliver davis my goodness me that's a one match show yeah isn't it just <laughs> it's a great one match though i mean yeah it's the best one match yeah i'm i'm, I'm really looking forward i haven't watched it in a while either mm. i'm really looking forward to re-watching it nice Uh, York Master here says Seth freaking Rollins strutting to the ring with all the grace of a successful mid-card heel. <laughs> My dad. <laughs> Great. Um, also, why did Drew give off the the guy she told you not to worry about energy? True. 
Uh, uh, they also add, can't remember if I quoted correctly, if I did, then enjoy the free money. Seth Rollins with the grace of a mid-card champion. <laughs> That's very good. Yeah. Bizarro Big L said, the show was very mid to me. Too much felt phoned in and Judgment Day taking the shot felt like a copycat of the Max Caster angle like barely a week ago. That chat with them uh, calling Wagner powerhouse on NXT just feels like cheap writing. Also, Vikings didn't wear horns. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. I'll take your word for that on that yeah. as well. Just ask Andy. Yeah, he'll know. Ket says, personally, I'd love it if Kaiser and Vinci just ditched Gunther and had a great tag title run. Couldn't care less about Gunther and those who are a great tag team. They can kick the tag division up to a level if given the chance. Pull the trigger, Trips. I... I don't entirely disagree. I disagree entirely with the don't care about Gunther thing because I really, really do. But I think those two can make it have a great tag tag run. They're not being really treated as a proper tag team right now. And I think it'd be cool if they were. Yeah. And you can do that with them still with Gunther. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Cats not caring about Gunther. What's the matter Wild. with you? What's the matter with you, Cats? Also, yeah. Maggie's in the chat. Hi, Maggie. Hello. Miss you. Uh, and Amy here says, I'm heading home for Thanksgiving. Incidentally, my home is in Chicago. Mm. So I'll be at SmackDown and Survivor Series, and I can't wait for what happens next. I'm just excited for War Games. Yeah, well, it'll be the return of everybody's uh, favorite Chicago native. Oh, Commander. Sky Blue. Oh. Yeah. John Wick 1GM says, Hopefully this Judgment Day alliance with Drew is just the catalyst to have Priest win the World Heavyweight Championship by helping Drew beat Seth and then turn on Drew after the match. That sounds really good. I like that. Walker4LB says, Tensions with Finn and Priest going back to the briefcase and now leader gate. JDM jealous he waited six months and Drew is straight in. Dom jealous with Rhea showing Drew favor. She is looking post-Judgment Day aligning with Drew. Becky, Seth, Becky and Seth versus Drew and Rhea parallels. Uh, uh-huh. So it's sure. like a, a mixed tag of doing Becky and right. Seth versus Drew and Rhea. I don't want to see a Becky and Seth mixed tag ever again. <laughs> I'm scarred from the last time. Also, I would say with Walker, we like, I don't think Drew's joined Judgment Day. No. But I can totally see some of those, like, that dissension bit of people being like, well, why are you... Why are you favoring Drew? Like, you're doing Drew a lot of favors here. Like, we've been here the whole time, like, working yeah. for Judgment Day and all that stuff. Like, I totally see all that stuff. Maggie <laughs> said, have me on your show, you cowards. Okay. All right. Come here, then. Yeah. You get on a plane? Yeah. You know where we, you know where we are. Yeah. So, it's on get you. on it. It's on you, bud. Armageddon94 <laughs> <laughs> um, has been a member for 18 months in a row, so they need to bring Teddy Long to tell Zia that she's going one-on-one -on -one with Becky Lynch, player. <laughs> Bizarro Big L says, inferior song. F you all right? You know how Teddy Long was always like, you go one on one with this man. <laughs> but it's Megan Lynch. With this oh, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I smell a six man tag player. I smell a tag team match. Bizarro Big L, inferior song for the sterilized version of the stipulation. I understand that WWE style is different, but then pretending they do anything near hardcore matches is laughable. Also, Cole cannot pronounce coup de gras, let alone be cultured. He says yeet, FFS. Uh, quote the Raven 79 says, Why is Sarah Logan not being used? We all know that she can wrestle, yet all she's doing is managing. I don't, rec don't recall her even seeing her in the Battle Royal last week. She could get more ring time. Come on, Trips, book her. I suppose so. I don't know how, like really good she is in the ring or whatever i know she had flashes of like pretty good stuff when she was having a run on brawl after she split away from the riot squad and everything uh i don't know how good or bad she is i don't know if she's like going to be like rusty in the ring because obviously like she's had her kid mm -hmm. she's been away from the it's ring a for while. a while so i it's been a while. 
Uh, so I, I don't know how good or bad she is, but maybe if she wants to wrestle, yeah, it's probably her choice, you know? Yeah, maybe if she doesn't want to wrestle, then she doesn't want to wrestle. Yeah. She's going to be a manager. Jackie Boy says, I think it could still be Kevin Owens in War Games because he was suspended by Nick Aldis, so he won't be on SmackDown, but could be on Raw because Brad's put LOL. Lol. And then Randy will be Shinsuke's match. Mm. Don't mind that at all, Jackie Boy. I like that a lot. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can still announce ahead of time that it's Randy versus Nakamura Mm. at Survivor Series. Yeah. And Kevin Owens could come out at the end of the show to be the surprise Mm. fifth man for Team Cody. That's good, yeah. And I would so much rather it be Kevin. He's been such a part of this story. 100%, yeah. Uh, Jay Toomer has become a new member. And Jake Zimmers here says, No better way to ring in my 29th year than listening to the boys while attempting to work out. Thank you guys for the laughs over the years. And to introduce a talking point, why is Miz a babyface? Why? Cheers from Pennsylvania. Look, I had my reservations, but it's working. Do I like it? Not particularly, but man, the crowd reactions for him. Like, he is over as a baby face. Like, mm-hmm. his baby face fire comeback he had last week, the crowd were into it. Yeah. And I've, I've always, my position has always been it might not be my cup of tea. But if it connects with a crowd, then clearly it's working. Yep. Um, and Powerpackers90 here, who's been a member for 16 months in a row, says, Thoughts on Logan Paul trying to pawn the US title and spending a night with ladies with the belt on? Heel heat or just Logan being Logan? Um, definitely heel heat. And it very much fits with Logan's character. I kind of love it. TBH. Yeah. I mean... He's a prick, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's his thing. So he's just acting like a prick. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he do. Yeah. So makes sense to me. Yeah. You know, he put coffee in water. Like, you yeah. know, he's, he's, he's a knob. So um, he's now got a belt and he's do, acting do, like do a... Do you mean caffeine? What did I say? Coffee. You could put coffee Because if you put like... coffee in water, you make coffee. You make coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, just get more coffee. <laughs> it's this revolutionary idea I've come up with to get more coffee. See, Pete, this is why I didn't make two and a half billion dollars last year. <laughs> <laughs> I went to investors. I went on Dragon's Den, and I was like, "Lads, I don't know if you've heard of this revolutionary concept I've come up with." But you know, coffee—you <laughs> try adding water to it. You don't just chew it in your mouth like tobacco. Oh God! Yeah. I, I I I find it very funny. All the Logan Paul stuff. I, th- this is what you want him to have the U.S. title belt for. Absolutely. This is exactly Th- what he has the U.S. title belt for. This is—I'd said this on Twitter as well. Like. Him being a dick to the US title is exactly... This is the second time I've brought up my fantasy booking on this show. But that is exactly how I pictured him treating the world title when he won it. Just It's just a prop. He's just like, oh, I don't care about... Whatever. You know, I'll just win it because I can. I don't care about it. He showed up at that UFC event. He had the belt on him. Mm-hmm. Part of his phone, we shout out to Dominic Mysterio. Like, that's why you put the belt on, on Logan Paul. 100%. Like, that's why I was, I was pitching for him to win Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine him going around to all these things with Money in the Bank briefcase mm-hmm. and stuff? Like, it's great with Damien. I get it. But man, it would have been so awesome on Logan. Yeah. And the US title on him, it's a title that doesn't really mean a lot. Like, it is, it's a title that no one particularly cares about. No one is there desperate to see United States Championship matches. Mm-hmm. It's not like what Gunther has done with the IC belt, which has made it a relevant title. Yeah. But we could be in a period of time where Logan Paul is going to do for the US title what Gunther has done for the IC belt. In a ve- I would need to clarify, in a very different way. In a very specific kind of way. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> not through Gunther's matches, <laughs> yeah. but by Logan Paul being Logan Paul. Yes. Uh, but anyway, I think that's going to do it for this episode of the show. Thank you all so much for your odd chats. Thank you all so much for your live attendance here. Please do check out this episode sponsor, Geology. Click the link in the video description down below. Use the promo code WRESTLE70 to get 70% off your trial set. Or you can scan the QR code that is above my head right now. Uh, make sure you get your tickets for our uh, Survivor Series Watch Along Party a week Saturday at the Long Arm Pub and Brewery in Shoreditch. And we'll be back on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, we're back on Thursday with the Dynamite show. I'm trying to remember which paper is on which week. It's Full Gear this weekend. Yeah, so we're back on Thursday with Dynamite. Then on Mm -hmm. Friday, it's our Full Gear predictions. Yep. And then on Sunday, it will be you and Oliver Davis reviewing uh, Full Gear. Correct. And then... And also SmackDown podcast on Saturday. Yes, and there'll be the SmackDown podcast on Saturday, and then there'll be Full Gear on the Sunday. No collision review next week because, Mm -hmm. well, Full Gear will have happened, so it seems pretty reductive to then do a collision review yes um but then we'll be back for raw on the tuesday there you go then on the, the wednesday it'll be our survivor series predictions oh god then yeah. it'll be dynamite and then it'll be possibly smackdown but then it'll also be survivor series live reaction to the long arm pub and brewery and then the survivor series uh review and then a collision review and and then and raw. then raw and it goes on the content never stops, so make sure you hit that subscribe button if this is your first time here and you haven't already. And give us a thumbs up as well and leave a comment down below with what you thought of this episode of the show. I've been Luke Owen, D-A-D. That has been Pete Quinnell. Jam that jam! Sorry, people just want to end on the poll. Oh yeah, what was the poll? Um, it's going to end. end. Uh, it is 55% thumbs up, 36% thumbs in the middle, 7% thumbs down. That is a low thumbs up. Yeah, but it's... I think that's fair. It's mid. Yeah, yeah we it's have a mid show. It is a, it's a mid show. Yeah. And you know, that, that's absolutely right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's lower than we've had in a while. Mm. Put coffee in your water. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.